to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. I'm one of your hosts today, Chris, and I'm the only host today again. So uh, welcome, everybody. It's me riding solo. Unfortunately, my good friend Dave, we cannot get our calendars together again. So you've got me for the start of the week, but he will be back. Don't you worry about that, guys. I think watching the episode this evening, they're all just a bunch of bastards. Again, I said it in the last episode. What is going on here? You know, this it, we had the whole thing where everyone turned on Jesse, and then all of a sudden now that's all forgotten. Jesse's now part of the, you know, this sort of behind your back gang, shall we say, where they're all chatting shit between each other. Ron said a couple of things. You know, it was to Rosie, to her face. I'm not Ron's biggest fan. Ron has got a lot of mileage to do with me, for me to win him over. But I I found it difficult watching this episode. Not to disagree with him, but it's like, what has he done wrong that no one else has not been doing? You know, everyone's talking shit behind the backs. We all do that. Every single person does this. We always have conversations about people, things you might not agree with, you know, things you you agree, whatever. That's just human nature. Unfortunately, in Love Island, it's accepted accelerated. I can't believe I'm defending Ron. I was defending Harrison on maths the other day and that that's even worse, but I'm not defending him, but I just didn't get what the problem was. The one thing that I think Ron messed up with, and I, I picked up on it straight away and I wasn't the only one. A lot of people tuning in came up with this theory was when Ron was trying to explain what's going on was he gave his game plan away. He talks. We never, I, I, maybe this has happened. You know, I say, I'm the Love Island aficionado and I've been caught out a few times with my memory and my history of the show, but he broke the fourth wall. He revealed like when he's watching, he he talked about strategies of people, what he would do, which is what he's doing. And it was a very subtle conversation where he obviously didn't realise what he was saying or that he thought that anybody would pick up on it. But yeah, he he sort of gave his game plan away and, and... it's like, well, you're being fake, aren't you? So that's what one of the reasons I do think the guys were right to call him out. But I don't like the divide now. Like this, you know, Liv's gone now. Liv was a pain in the ass. She obviously was the one who everyone sort of queen bead. She was in charge of everything, whether they liked it or not. It was up to her. But now there is a real divide. Kai and Sanam seem to be siding a little bit with Ron and Lana, what they're doing their own thing and doing it right, to be fair, staying out of the way. And then you've got Will, Tom and Casey, who they're having a go at Ron for talking behind their back or saying stuff about Casey and Rosie's relationship. Casey's and Rosie's fucking relationships about as fucking useless as a chocolate fire guard. That is not going to last outside the villa. Let's all be honest here. It's absolute bollocks. But they're calling Ron and to an extent calling Lana, saying she's a bit of a sheep. So I don't understand how anybody has the fucking nerve to sort of call each other because they're all doing it. And honestly, it was weird. I mean, Shaq really doesn't like Ron. Some of the things he was saying, he was like, you know, I wasn't happy with the game. That, But like Shaq and Tanya didn't want to get up for that game. They did get up, but they were kicking off about the, you know, the gameplay and what, what relationships one-sided. And then, you know, we know Ron's a game player. He played Lana. We all said, well, it's your own fault, Lana, when he hurts you. Because he did. He absolutely you know, went after different girls in the villa. 
he tried to be transparent, but unfortunately she was sat there. He knew he had her in the back pocket. And then as soon as Casey come in, oh, hang on a minute, I really like Lana. And that then, so he was playing a game. And I've seen people, some people defending Ron, some people, uh, you know, going against him. I'm sort of in the middle. I sort of get where he was coming from, but I also understand why everyone else is saying it. And it's just, for me, again, it's got the producers written all over this because from nowhere, from absolutely nowhere, Ron is now the subject of the whole villa. That it, it, it pisses me off because this isn't even subtle. It's so obvious the producers are directing people in this narrative. Ron might not know about it, but everyone else... Or, you know, he's pretty much on it. There's people in there who can manipulate the conversation, get people on side. It just felt so forced. And again, nothing said of Jesse. I'm not saying it should, but it was like, why go down the route of sort of exposing Jesse as a game player? I still think she is, but she's not the only one. They're all playing games and every single person's a hypocrite in there. So it was very difficult tonight to sort of side with anybody because I don't like any of them really. Kai and Sanam are the only ones now. I'm not a big fan of Will. I think he's a faker. He's a fucking gossip who didn't like him gossiping about Jesse. Well, you're doing the same thing, mate. Tom's a slap task because he's being loyal to Casey. Tom's a blagger. Let's be honest. I think Sammy was the only one who had a word with Lana. Lana is a fucking sheep. She follows Ron everywhere. And and what I didn't, agree, didn't like with Lana, so I'm sort of going at everybody here, was Ron's like, yeah, I'm going to go off. I'm going to go off. Sort of waiting for her to say, no, don't do that. Don't do that. And she went, oh, I'm not bothered. I'm annoyed as well. And I'm like, that's not, you don't do that shit. And I think Ron's like, oh shit. Uh, now I've got, to, I've got to act on it. I don't think he's going to act on it. Shaq was giving it the big in. When they sat down, that conversation went differently. Shaq was then bad mouthing Ron behind his back. Didn't believe him. They're all doing the same fucking thing. Everyone He's just doing, it's just human nature. Everyone is, is backstabbing these, these clicks, people like, dislike. I just find it so fake the way this came about, the way that they all ended up sort of together, this team, that team. They were talking about the divide. It's like, what what is going on? And, and we're going into the last week, thank God for that. You know, like we it looks like we've got the sort of talent show on the next episode, but there was no VT about Ron kicking off and that. I don't think he will. If it was anything juicy, they'd have showed it. I mean, some of the build-ups that they've done this series, if that was going to kick off, it's not kicked off. I'd be very surprised if we see anything because I just don't think it benefits anybody. And if Ron wants to win, if he is game playing, which he probably is, then this is probably one of the worst things you can do on the last week. I mean, Lana's got his back, but the whole thing again, Kai, was saying that he could overhear the conversation. So we had Ron and Casey chatting. Casey don't know what the hell's going on. Does anybody fucking care? Because I don't, because I think Casey's a blagger. And then you've got Rosie comes over, Kai saying she's a liar. But what was interesting was the continuity was off because you had Shaq and I think it was Tom talking and saying like, basically saying Ron's a liar and all this. And then Kai comes over and goes, she's chatting shit. But they were sat in a different position and then it pans back and then Kai's not there and Tom and Shaq are together. So I couldn't work it out. Kai was like, she's talking utter shit, it's bollocks. And then when it came to pass, Ron and Lana actually had a measured argument for what was going on, which I was quite surprised by. But I, I couldn't honestly remember if he'd actually said all the stuff he said or if it was the way it was. And Lana was adamant it was, you know, it was a mountain out of a molehill 
Uh, to be honest, don't fucking care. I mean, far too invested in this bollocks because it, it, it was like watching a load of children tonight. It really was. It was. It was a not a difficult watch because there's enough to talk about, and obviously because I'm riding solo, we need something to talk about. But I don't think I've, I don't think I care who doing what, who did this. We, we've been over it. Lana's going to get hurt. Rosie and Casey are going to be fucking dumped by the time that fucking plane lands back in Heathrow. Tom and Sammy, not really. Will and Jesse, maybe. Couple of magazine deals. She'll be back in Australia within three months. I said within a week, but possibly they're going to ride it out for the money. I saw something with Adam Collard saying on a podcast, the reason he went back into Love Island was the month after, or the two months after he left Love Island the first time and the second time, he was earning premiership footballer money. That's why he did it, because he wanted to build a second gym, because they're obviously making so much money. So, you know, Jesse would be a fool to leave Will, but I'm not invested in any of them, and they're just a bunch of bloody hypocrites. So, yeah, really weird and frustrating episode, if I'm being honest. And again, cements Kai and Sanam for me for the win. They have got to win it, because they're the only ones who seem genuine, measured. Kai, yeah, he's a little bit of bitching about, you know, what, had happened with Rosie and that, but he's played it pretty steady and Sanam's just a nice girl. So I think that's where I stand on this evening's episode. Look, email in, guys. I'm not always right. Like I say, I've seen people argue both. Some feel sorry for Ron, some don't, but then some were saying, like, you know, you've got to understand what he's done in the past. Does it give him, you know, that little bit of leeway? We know he's a bit of a blagger and he has played games. Potentially right. I just find it just really strange how all this came together on Ron. Is it going to be someone else's turn tomorrow? Is it going to be, I don't know, fucking Tom or Will? Are they going to call? Because it just seems to be like, let's pick a theme for this episode and we're going with it. So I, I wasn't buying it. I found it a bit nonsense and I'd be amazed if Ron actually lost his head, which he reckoned he would. So uh, yeah, so anyway, you know, I've got three emails, guys. So I'm going to read them out and react to them. Massive thank you to everyone. If you do want to email in, or on Facebook, you don't agree with me or whatever, please just, you know, the usual stuff, cdrealitycast.gmail.com or Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast if you want to go over there. So this one's from Catherine and it's put, Jesse isn't game playing. So Catherine it does agree or disagree with myself and Dave. She's put, I don't think Jesse's game playing. And as you've said, a lot of her behavior makes no sense. If you were game playing, you wouldn't keep bringing up little insecurities in your relationship. I genuinely think she's not over Casa more and struggle emotionally with self-esteem and insecurities. Yes, some of Jesse's behaviour is questionable, but it seems more erratic driven by emotions or projecting her hurt onto others. In the whole Casey scenario, as she seems to dislike him and blame him for saying he wouldn't allow Will to leave Casey, leave Casa unless he kisses someone. Now, that is a very, very good point. And I think someone else has brought that up about Casey. She hasn't forgot that because we did see that VT. So you could possibly write on that, Catherine. I actually think Jesse's more into Will and Will is into Jesse. She was talking about being girlfriend and boyfriend and he seemed reluctant to talk about it and Will agreeing with the rest of the Islanders the relationship was one-sided. He thinks Jesse is faking it and then she had a right to be upset. I know she had no tears, but you could you could see a vein bulge and it seems a case if she's overwhelmed, she feels like crying, but they cannot and tears just don't come out. Jesse is willing to make a big sacrifice to move to the UK to be with Will and her getting the feeling... He isn't into it. He's probably making her panic. She's doubting if she'll be doing the right thing to move away from her family for the sake of a guy who cheated in Casa and seems to believe she isn't genuine. I see she's actually really struggling and the pressure cooker of the environment plus living with people who keep thinking she's fake must be hard. I work in mental health so I can tell she's not faking it. Now, Catherine, 
that is a fantastic point. You've got that experience. Are we wrong? You know, we obviously it's the cynic side in what we're watching these shows and, and the validity of what's going on. So a brilliant point. And then Catherine finishes with, I don't know if she can ever fully trust Will and keeps having doubts in the back of her, ma- her head. She used to be very carefree and calm pre-Casa. And on Love Island Australia, she seems now stressed, emotional and anxious, all due to the fact Will betrayed her trust and then her friends call in a fake. To act like this and constantly doubting the relationship, plus erratic outbursts, such on movie night, don't make any sense as part of a game plan. If you see a behaviour and you don't know what the person would gain, then it would probably have no gameplay motive. I'm not trying to come up with reasons to make people like Jessie, but I just don't get how any of her behaviour post Cassidy's gameplaying. It seems more erratic and she's not coping well in the villa and she's trying to keep it together but keeps spilling over with emotions. Just my 10 pence in the whole thing, Catherine. So amazing email, Catherine. I, I can't really argue with that. I think that's such a good perspective and probably one we don't see because you, you are right. These are human beings, but... We see it as, oh, it's the career, the money, you know, it's a black, it's a great opportunity, which it is. Maybe she has got feels. So interesting. Thank you for that. Really, really good email. So this one's from Nicola and it says, Olivia, just to say you both make me laugh out loud every day listening to the podcast. Thanks for your dedication to all things reality. I really disliked Olivia from the start. Like many of us, was desperate to have her voted out. Unpopular opinion coming up. When I was watching the ratings tasks, I realised I was missing her deluded madness. Her reactions would have been priceless. Nobody in the villa would have dared to suggest she was a game player or sexually incompatible and her reaction to the public voting her was would have been brilliant. Also, there would have been so much post-task bitching about why the other contestants were considered fake or one-sided. It reminds me of Real Housewives. Most of the season, there is a villain who everyone calls out on various forums and social media to be sacked from their franchise. When they actually do so, the next season falls flat and you realise that someone awful is necessary in the mix and actually want them to return. But perhaps we should have given the producers more credit for holding back on the public vote. Thanks again for all your contact. Looking forward to Monday evening when Maths Australia starts on E4 and I can listen along to your thoughts, Nicola. So great, a great email, Nicola. And I actually said that, you know, the day done, I said, if Liv was here for these games and, and the truth and, you know, who's game playing one-sided, we would have had all week would have been coverage of, of Liv calling people out. But again, that's what happens when someone so controversial leaves the villa. You do, there is a little bit of a void there. So you are sort of like playing into that thinking, well, we need that. And, and you, in your respect of housewives, as, as I keep saying, we're going through housewives of Beverly Hills. And I think it's Brandy Granville who was in it for a couple of series. She was, she used to annoy me so much, but when she left, he was like, we need her. She's the she's the baddie we need for this show. And other people step up then and just becomes annoying, let's be honest. There's always somebody. But yeah, she was quite a controversial figure for me. That really wound me up. But once you left, you were like, oh, right, okay. Well, she was there for a reason and she did her job. So no, that's a great, great email. And the next one is from our good friend, Denise. This series is so producer manipulative because Rosie has to be the thickest girl in the villa or she simply had to be doing what the producers told her. He's already a no-brainer. She and Casey are going to be the next couple booting out the villa compared to the OGs. She's literally shot herself in the foot, running around the villa, twisting what Ron said and now making that knob look a victim, securing his victory in this race to the finish line. Why, Rosie, why? Great email, Denise. Yeah, I think you know, Ron got a few people supporting him tonight, so <sighs> we don't want them winning. Come on, they cannot win. If there is, there's got to be something going on here where somebody knows someone, some relation of the producers for them to to win. Not a chance, not a chance. 
Ugh. Anyway, if you want to email us, guys, thank you for today putting up with me. Chris and A's reality. No, it's not Chris and A's reality TV cast. That's what the show's called. CDRealityCast at gmail.com. At CD Reality Cast on social media. As always, Chris and A's Reality TV Cast. Please get over there, guys. Come and join us and get involved in the conversation. It's absolutely brilliant there. There's so many good people there just chatting about all this reality TV nonsense. And if you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. So today's Roll Call of Honor and the last week of Roll Call of Honors for Love Island is Helen, Alex, Macy, Nicholas, Schmave, Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Chloe, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so much for all your support. The main man will be back later talking about maths. I'm really pleased he's not here because this is now a football-free podcast, okay? We will not be talking about any of the football ever again okay so i will see you all tomorrow thanks for tuning in thanks for listening to me bye and as the great man always says bye now